The Tiger Daniel Podcast, brought to you by Snow's Furniture. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tiger and Daniel. Tiger, you're a fan or used to be a fan of hip-hop. You know, uh, you, you felt like the Super Bowl show the year that Dr. Dre and Snoop, you felt like that was the greatest Super Bowl show of all time. I think that everybody, whatever was hot in high school, that kind of sticks with them. And, you know, it just happened that Eminem was kind of hot for me in high school. And Dr. Dre and all that. And so I, I did enjoy that halftime show. Uh, do you, are you uh, up to date with your hip-hop? No, not the new stuff. I, I'm more like, you know, what I grew up with in college and stuff. For example, if you were to comment on Nicki Minaj's diss track about a Megan Thee Stallion. I wouldn't know anything about that. Hmm, well, and, and it's not a diss on them. I just don't, I'm not in that world. Well, there's a song called uh, Bigfoot. Tell us what a diss track is. That's where, um, like, one artist comes after another in yeah. a negative way, right? Do you enjoy that? I kind of uh, like it when they Eminem go after each other. does that all the oh, time. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and then also... Uh, Ben Shapiro is on a rap song. Have you heard this? I've got a clip here, and I thought we would experience it for the first time together. Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, that guy, he's a conservative. He's uh, a political guy. Talks, yeah. yeah okay. he's, uh, so Now, listen, the Ty gets very nervous about this kind of thing. I haven't heard this. There could be cusses in it, so you need to be ready with that delay button. Well, I can't right now, but uh, go ahead. Well, you better be able to because... Uh, just pretend, Ty, is what I'm saying. Okay. You ready here? Gotcha. Uh, ben Shapiro... The song is called Facts. Let's see how his rapping is. You know, not not too bad. I ain't going to jam out to it at home, but uh, at first when I saw that headline that he was doing, I was like, how in the world is he going to do it? He, he did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, like, he's got his uh, political views, and he put them into that song. And this is not political at all, but the, the music sounded fine, right? Yeah, like, I, I thought it was good. You know, if somebody, when somebody said Ben Shapiro on a rap, I was like, uh-oh. I mean, it ain't the worst. Yeah. Again, I don't listen to political rap. You know what's funny is that uh, we're on a country station, right? And we go out to these country concerts, and I see all the, the, the ladies out there, and they're going crazy for Eric Church, but they're also the same ladies that if you play Usher mm-hmm. will lose their minds too. Yeah, like people listen to all sorts of music, of right? Of course, yeah. Anybody that, that claims they don't, everybody listens to kind of everything. Uh, I've been in clubs before, country clubs. Uh, Cupid Shuffle comes on, people are diving out onto the dance floor, people crawling out of wheelchairs, crawling yeah. onto the dance floor. Uh, yeah. Like, not, there's not many people that listen to just country in our demographic, right? I remember when we first started in country radio, we had to really kind of explain to people because they would get this idea that people that listen to country music are these people just sitting on their porch, drinking moonshine, holding a shotgun. People that listen to country also listen to a ton of other things. They're not just. Yeah, and they People work out in, in the middle they, of the woods. They work in medical offices, yeah. and they're they work in legal offices, and they they're like, we don't expect you to listen to ninety eight five the bull and go. That's the only, like, I get that you also listen to other things. All right. Like, and that's fine. And people would be like, oh, people who listen to country music don't have any money. I'm like, go check out some of these trucks. Go to a country show and. A $40,000, $50,000 yeah. truck coming in wearing there. wearing $2,000 boots and <laughs> they don't right. have any money. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. 
Dana, we got free tickets right now on 98.5 The Bull. And uh, just a reminder, we're less than an hour away from our Tiger Daniel birthday bash tickets. Joe Nichols is going to be there. But for now, Daniel, what do we got? Tickets to see Aaron Lewis at the Cove inside River Spirit Casino on February 24th. Tig, let me introduce you to Eddie. Hey, Eddie. He works for the city of Bartlesville. Eddie, how are you today? Oh, pretty good. Uh, where are you going to eat lunch at in Bartlesville today? I'm always curious about where people are having lunch. Oh, no, that new Whataburger's pretty good. Oh, you're a big fan of Whataburger, are you? Uh, I've only had it once, but I like it. Uh, have you ever been to Murphy's Steakhouse in Bartlesville? All the time. Yeah. You ever been there, Tug? No, and they I want to go. everything in gravy. That's that's exactly what I want. <laughs> Is that what you want? That's good stuff All to right, me, yeah. Tug, please, calm down. Uh, listen, guys, enough tomfoolery. Let's get down to business. Eddie, uh, this is called the War Quiz. All the answers contain the word war. Okay. And if you need help, you can uh, cry out for Tig's help. Do you know how to do that? No, I don't. You'll say, Tig, Tig, I need your help. You made a vow. Okay. If you need his help. Here we go, Eddie. This is the movie that introduced the lightsaber. Star Wars. Star Wars is correct. Up next, this is a war within a single country. Korea. Well, we had one here in the United Co States. Korean right? War. I know. Civil this War. Okay, yeah, Civil War. Uh, Eddie, this is a team rope pulling contest. A team rope what? A team rope pulling contest. Tug of war. Tug of war. Eddie, what does POW stand for? Prisoner of war. Eddie. This war yes, was sir. symbolized by the Berlin Wall. War symbolized by the Berlin Wall. The London War? No, you might need Tig's help on this one. Tig, Tig, I need your help. You made a vow. I think it's the uh, Cold War. Uh, Tig thinks Cold it's War. the Cold War. Do you agree with that, Eddie, or do you want to go with uh, your original guess? I will, I will go with the Cold War. That is correct. And finally... Let's do one more here. Uh, this is a wizard or sorcerer. A uh, warlock. Warlock is correct. Man, Eddie's good. He's got tickets, doesn't he? He does. He's going to go see Aaron Lewis. Sweet. At the Cove inside River Spirit Casino, February 24th. Who are you going to take to the show with you, Eddie? I'm going to take my wife. Hey, now. What's her name? Uh, Tanya. Tanya, do you think she's listening this morning? Uh, she was until I just dropped her off at work. <laughs> oh, well, give her a little shout-out. Just, you know, t whisper some sweet nothing in uh, Tanya's ear, please. I love you, Tanya. I love you, baby. Keep going. More sweet nothings. <laughs> Keep going, Eddie. More sweet nothings. Uh, uh, no comment. Okay. <laughs> All right. He's All right. Like, well, Eddie, what... <laughs> One more favor, uh, if you will. Give us three numbers and an animal. Three numbers and an animal. Yeah, just say. Uh, 
Maybe nine eight five. Three four five. No, maybe nine eight five. No. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd say ninety eight five. The bull. There you go. There it is. Daniel, we made it three years here at ninety eight five. The bull. <laughs> Our apologies, um, but we are having a third birthday party, and uh, and you kind of. Like lobbied, you said we should have a bunch of listeners at our third birthday party, and they went with that. And now we've got invitations. Uh, Daniel calls them windvites, where Joe Nichols is going to be at our birthday party. Sing it. What if Joe Nichols sings right to your face, Daniel? Uh, that would make me pretty uncomfortable. But um, <laughs> I like being, you know, in a small venue. I like to. Yeah. In other words, it's not a big arena, so it's kind of no. like a very intimate setting. So basically, what we're saying is you can get intimate with Joe Nichols for free. Essentially, yeah. Our Tig and Daniel uh, birthday bash, third birthday bash, which is not really technically we've been here for three years, but this is our first birthday bash. Yes. So finally, I guess we're comfortable enough to have a birthday party here. Uh, we're comfortable enough. What do you mean we're? Well, I think that um, I think that now we're we you know. We've been here three years. Now it looks like things are going good for us, and uh, now it's time to throw a birthday party. Okay. Bash. Does that make sense? Birthday bash. Birthday bash. Joe Nichols is going to be there. You could be there. Our next chance to win tickets, Dana, what time this morning? Uh, the next time would be 7.40. With our bullfight. Uh, coming up, Ty, you know, I get nervous when I fly sometime. I found something that can totally alleviate your nervousness and turbulence. Would you like to hear it? I would. That's coming up on the bull. Yeah. 98.5 The Bull, uh, in 40 minutes, we've got your chance to go to our Tiger Daniel birthday bash with Joe Nichols. Good morning, Daniel. You know, Tiger, I get a little nervous on flights. I get a little nervous about turbulence. Um, I think I told you that I think we flew to, me and you flew to Las Vegas once. I had to fly back here to Tulsa. And on the way back, I was sitting amongst a bachelorette party. And uh, me and you had been up a little late the night before, so I was not feeling my best. And then there was turbulence on the flight on the way back. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And I looked, I start. I start to get scared, and I almost reached over beside me and asked if I could hold the lady's hand beside me because I was so scared. And I, I didn't do that, but I did look over and I go, "Man, I'm, I'm real scared." So a stranger. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, me too." And I looked at my Apple Watch, and my heart rate was like 160. And I was like, "Oh man, what's your heart rate?" And she goes, "60." And I was like, "Okay, I think I'm way worse than you are." <laughs> but turbulence scares me. I was on another flight once with my dad, and it was like turbulence, and I'm just like white knuckled. I look over, my dad's asleep. <laughs> and I woke him up, and I said, man, I'm I'm nervous. And he goes, are you afraid of death, son? I said, yes, I am. Thank, that's the worst thing you could have said thanks, to me. Thanks for that. Yeah. But then I, I stumbled on this TikTok here, and you uh, are in, you like aviation, Tug. You've flown planes before. I want to know if this uh, is correct, what this lady's saying. And she compares turbulence to um, a bit of a napkin in the middle of Jell-O. I guess this lady's from England, so they call Jell-O jelly. So you'll kind of get the gist of what she's saying here. This tip is how to not be scared of flying from a real pilot, okay? So pretend this is the air that you're flying in, this jelly right here. Jello, and this napkin is the airplane, okay? Just trust me. And that is you flying through the sky. There's pressure from the bottom. Pressure. Now she's taken the napkin and jabbed it down into a cup of jello, like in the middle. Mm-hmm. So in the in the other words, it's in the middle of a, a glob of jello. From the top, from the sides, pressure coming from everywhere, okay? And now, when there's turbulence, it's like this. You feel the plane the shaking, but this is not just going to fall down. You know, it's stuck in there because there's pressure coming from the bottom and the sides. So this is what turbulence is. So you can just chill there. You're just wriggling in jelly. 
it's not going to automatically fall just because it's shaking. And there's never been a plane crash from turbulence, so you do not have to be scared, okay? When you're in a plane and you feel turbulence, just imagine yourself in jelly like this and know that it can't just fall. It's stuck. You're stuck in the middle of the air because of all the pressure everywhere. So, yeah, that's a little tip from a pilot on how to not be scared of flying. And so is that, uh, you, would you say that's accurate? There's never been a plane that's crashed as a result of turbulence? Here we go. Here, here are you going to ruin it for me? The pessimist. Don't, do you have to think? Just Has there been a plane well, crash? I can't, think of, uh, I, I can't think of a, a commercial airliner that's broken apart midair, but I have heard of smaller aircraft. A wing will come off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but Okay, so in other words... Like the normal people like me that are flying on uh, commercial aircraft, those have never crashed. I think as a she's result right of, that okay. I've never seen the National Transportation Safety Board say that turbulence caused the crash. Okay. In, in a commercial airliner. Yeah, yeah, but if you're in some like you know plane you built in your garage at home, yeah, that might come those, apart. Those wings can come off. Okay. Well, I won't ever be on one of those. <laughs> but I thought that was a nice way to uh, remind yourself that uh, it's pretty hard to crash a plane, commercial yes. airliner, in you know. They said those wings can bend all the way up almost oh, to touch each other at the top. When they test those wings, they bend them up so high that you can't mm -hmm. believe it. So when you see the wing just doing a little bit of fluttering, that's nothing. And, uh, Daniel, you made a good point once. The pilots also cherish their lives. Right. When they take off, they're not going to put themselves at risk if they can avoid it, right? So generally you're safe on an air airplane. You're, probably the most dangerous thing we do is get in a car every day. You know? Yeah. Like stat-wise and all that well, kind of probably stuff. the really most dangerous thing we do is go through fast food lines about <laughs> six times a week. Really, honestly, you know. Yeah, like you, I mean, that's I used to watch too. this show, Doomsday Preppers, and these guys were terrified of a war or something like that. But they look pretty rough. Like, they looked like, you know, listen, it ain't a war that's going to get you. It's going to be your own heart. Your own heart's going to attack yeah, you. Yeah, heart disease, <laughs> I think, is like the most dangerous thing, right, we, we deal with? Yeah, cancers and heart disease. Mm -hmm. So airplanes, pretty right. low on the list, actually. Well, I was feeling good, Tig. I thought that was a tremendous example. And then, uh, you know, you're over there like, well, you know, technically. <laughs> well, I want to be yeah. honest with you. It's 7.05. Good morning. Look at me. Chase Beckham at 712 on 98.5 The Bull. Hey, good morning, guys. Remember that our birthday party, our birthday bash with Joe Nichols, we got free tickets at 740. Hey, Daniel. Uh, exciting stuff for me today. It's my uh, brother-in-law's birthday down in Alabama. His name is Russ. Married to my sister, Amy. They've got two boys, and it's his birthday today. And uh, I think Amy said tonight they're going to have a low country boil. Hmm. Like, low country boil? What is that, Tug? You're from the low country. No, I'm not. I'm not. That's You're from South Mobile. Carolina. That's low country. That's probably like crawfish and stuff like that. I think they're having shrimp. Anyway, it reminds me of uh, one time. Have you ever been called on to say the prayer at like a Christmas gathering? Yes. Um, you guys are Catholic. Do y'all have a, a some like one guy that says the prayer? Well, like uh, like any family, there's different denominations. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I remember going to my grandmother's house. We called her Nanny. I go to Nanny's house. There's like 20 of us there and somebody gets designated to do the prayer. And were you ever designated? Yes, and it's like you're on the spot suddenly. Yeah. I think I would have a stage fright if I were called on to say the prayer. In fact, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't know what to say. And uh, it was 
once at my granny's house on Christmas, and they asked Russ to say the prayer. And I don't think they told Russ they were going to ask him to say it. So he was kind of put on the spot. So your brother-in-law, so he's not family in the sense related. He's like the guy who's marrying your they're, sister. They're not quite married yet. He's, you know, still very young in his very early 20s. So they ask him to say the prayer. They're like, Russ, will you please say the prayer? And uh, you can't just say no. You just got to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Whether you're ready or not. So he starts off, and he started off pretty good, but only one little problem was during the prayer, he forgot, he went blank and forgot Jesus' name. <laughs> so how did that go? It was kind of like, uh, dear Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you so much for sending your son. He forgot. <laughs> what are you supposed to do if you go blank? You know, you've already committed to the sentence. You can't just make up a name like, right. oh, just... Just want to thank you for sending your son, Jerry. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure to be on that stage, right? I don't think I could do it, man. Remember, we had a birthday party. Uh, I think from well, something was going on at my house, and we had some people over, and we asked a, a guy to do the prayer, and he goes, <laughs> "His name was Mike, and our, our old producer, her name was Mary, and uh, she brought Mike to the. I think it was your son's birthday party, and you asked him to say the prayer, and he goes." No, <laughs> which is probably the best way to handle it. He, he's a genius. He just goes, nope. Like, no. <laughs> Ain't doing all that. <laughs> but he almost said no like a question to make it less offensive. You can't just go no because then they're going to think that you. Yeah, like let's play it out. You're Mike. Mm-hmm. It's my son's birthday party. Go ahead. And I say, Mike, would you lead us in prayer? No. <laughs> we should start trying that at work whenever they ask us or tell us, like, today we have an 1130 meeting. Yeah. We should just be like, mm, no. No. But if you say no as a question, people can't be mad at you. Right. Let's try that. If I said, all right, so let's No, no, I'm not, I don't mean on the air. I mean real life. Because if I say no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you, you look like, like a jerk, you have But a... if I go, no. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you just say no, that makes you a bad employee. Yes. I would try it all over the place today. Even kids in school today? Just no? Well, happy birthday to Russ. Yeah, Your happy brother birthday. brother-in-law. Yeah. How old is he? Just want to wish my brother, brother-in-law, <laughs> Randy, uh, happy birthday. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tyga and Daniel at 726, so uh, 14 minutes away from your chance to be at our Tyga Daniel birthday bash. Joe Nichols has agreed to come by and sing some songs. It's going to be very fun and your chance at 740. Good morning, Daniel. Uh, good morning. Uh, the Super Bowl is going to be in, what, two weeks? Yeah, we got this weekend and then the next weekend will be the Super Bowl. And uh, finally, I guess the NFL is somehow... Uh, dialed things back in to where everybody's talking about the game so much so they're not just talking about the game they're talking about who's going to be in the stands uh the half the halftime performer and for the first time ever i think someone in attendance might even overshadow the halftime performer usher's performing the halftime show and i guess the question on everybody's mind will taylor swift Will Taylor Swift, do you think, perform in any capacity at the Super Bowl halftime show? So. Now, why do you speculate that? Because she's uh, there to support her boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. I don't think she's, you know, how, like, you know, she doesn't want to be at work. She wants to see the game, right? I don't know. Um, there was 
people like kind of delving into this. She will be uh, performing the night before in Tokyo. And so people are like, will she even be able to attend the Super Bowl game? And uh, somebody got on and did all the math. Uh, she would be able to. Tokyo is 17 hours ahead of Las Vegas. So when the concert ends, probably be around 5 or 6 in the morning, Vegas time. And so she would have uh, plenty of time to make it to the I see. So she would Super Bowl. jump on a private jet at 5 or 6 in the morning, Vegas time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that game's at 5.30 in the afternoon. You could get there in 12 hours. It's going to be tight, though. I wonder when her next show after that is going to be. Like, is she going to just have to then hop back on a plane? But I don't know, but I was surprised to see that Taylor Swift uh, was defended by David Letterman. And uh, David Letterman in the past, you're a big David Letterman fan. He's sometimes not not so nice to young ladies or female celebrities. I remember one time, remember Paris Hilton appeared on his show, and she was like, hey, I just don't want to talk about that time I went to jail. Well, and then yeah, that's before, all he talked about. Before the interview... When they go on these these talk shows, mm-hmm. the celebrities will say, like, please don't ask me about... Because Paris Hilton, she had to go off to jail for a little while. And that was the last thing she wanted to talk about. And then the first thing he brought up was, like, how'd you like jail? And that's all he brought up. Yeah. And then I think he did the same, a similar thing to Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, because those, those two got in some trouble here and there. Uh, but now, uh, I guess he's older and he's a little more wiser. Now he's actually um, defending... Taylor Swift, I uh, got a clip here where David Letterman has Taylor Swift's back. So now here's Taylor Swift, who is a glowing bright light of goodness in the world, and she starts dating uh, Kelsey Grammer. And people <laughs> No, that's go- not true. What? Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer? Yes. And the the Kelsey Grammer people say, "Oh no, no, no. Don't bother us." And the Taylor Swift people, the Swifties, are saying, "Oh, we don't want a footballer in here with Kelsey Grammer." And I'm Travis saying, Kelsey. "Huh?" Travis Right, Travis Kelsey, and I say to both camps, this is such a lovely thing, shut up, it's good for the footballers, it's good for Taylor Swift, and it's something positive and happy for the world. Taylor Swift is a huge force, and I think just wants to see people do the right thing, so God bless Taylor Swift and Kelsey Grammer. That's all I had to say. Kelsey Grammer. What's got in David Letterman? Why why is he uh, now... Defending Taylor Swift, so doesn't heavily. everybody evolve? I mean, I think he would have hated Taylor Swift twenty years ago. I think he's trying to get that lady on his uh, show that he has on Netflix. Oh, I the, see. Uh, my guest, my next <laughs> guest needs so. no introduction, don't you think? <laughs> Maybe so. That would be a. I mean, is she not? When you think of the most famous people on the planet, right? I would have to put Donald Trump in there. You have to put Taylor Swift in there. She's probably the most famous non-politician in the world, right? I mean, I think she might even be more famous than uh, Donald Trump at this point. Well, if you think if you go to like a country across the globe and you landed in the middle of, I don't know, just name a country, Pakistan, Mm -hmm. they would know Donald Trump and they would also know Taylor Swift. Yeah. Right. But there's not many more. You know what I'm saying? I think even that island with those people they haven't come into contact with. (laughs) The people that have never had television or radio right before yeah they try to kill you they'd be like we know taylor swift though (laughs) so we'll see how it goes i guess she's going to be at the super bowl um did you see the ratings on the the chiefs game over 50 million people watched the chiefs game how many people will watch the super bowl do you think um could be in the billions low billions you know it's broadcast across and because taylor's going to be there and if you like taylor that's fine if you don't like taylor that's that's fine too but you can't deny that she is a massive, massive force out there right now, right? 
That's correct. Did you know Travis Kelsey before uh, Taylor Swift started hanging um, out? No, with him? but I'm not a football guy. But now you know. That's the point. Even football people or non football people know exactly what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. It's a huge force. It's 98 Five the Bull. And uh, another huge force, Daniel, our birthday bash. Equally huge. Uh, it's going to be coming <laughs> yeah, up here. Right. Uh, and we'll have your free tickets at, ooh, nine minutes away. That's right. Here on 98.5 The Bull, Tiger Daniel. Free tickets are right now on 98.5 The Bull. This guy, Joe Nichols, you. I told her put an extra layer on. You know him. I know He's coming to our third birthday bash, Dan, and we made it three years at 98.5 The Bull. How about that? Congratulations huh? to you. Thank you, and congratulations to you, Tyke. Uh, we have two Ashleys for the first time ever for the bullfight. Uh, Ashley from Salina and then Ashley from Adair. So I'll call you Ashley Salina, and I'll call you Ashley Adair. Ashley, is there anything that you wanted to say to Tyke and I? Um, happy birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, guys. Uh, Ashley from Salina, a bartender. You say you bartend at a place called the Ice House? Yes. And what's it like in there? Um, it's it's very, um, it's locals, you know. It's very, very intimate, very, um, it's just it's a small little dive bar. Oh, nice. And where is it located? Um, right off of 412, uh, right past, like, the bridge where they did all of the construction. I mean, what city? Um. Oh, Inola. Okay, I know. There you go. I know. So go see the Ice House in Inola and uh, say hello to Ashley. And then Ashley Adair, a substitute teacher. What, is that a fun job? Or is it very stressful? I enjoy it. Boy, Ty, it's when not the, very stressful at all. When we had a substitute teacher, we used to just give them hell, and I feel bad about it now. Yeah, we were always like, Miss Smith <laughs> always allows us to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, goodness. (laughs) Of course we can vape in class. All right. uh, Ashley Salina, Ashley Adair. Let's get down to business. Enough tomfoolery. These are famous people named William. Of course, if you're William, you're also Bill or some variant thereof. Are you guys ready to go here? Yeah. We'll start with Ashley Salina, the president between two bushes. Um... Not off to a great start. That he's, would be... Uh, he's just from over in Arkansas. Yeah, Bill Clinton. Mm, he was the president between the two George Bushes. Ashley Adair. This playwright was known as The Bard. The what? The Bard. Playwright known as what? The Bard. Oh, I don't know. That was uh How about the English uh, guy, X, right? please? Uh, that would be William Shakespeare. Again, all these are famous people named William, Bill, or some variant of William. You guys got it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Ashley Salina, the former world's richest man. I think he was involved in computers. Which computers was he involved with, Doug? Microsoft. Microsoft. Bill Gates. Bill Gates is correct. Ashley Salina on the board. Ashley Adair. He's the Fresh Prince. Will Smith. Will Smith is correct. We are tied up one to one. Ashley from Salina. He sang the song Piano Man. You might hear it played at the Ice House there. Piano Man. Where he says, sing us the song, you're the Piano Man. 
Uh, Help him out, Tug. Billy Joel? Billy Joel. Oh, my God. Ashley. This outlaw was also called William H. Bonney. He was a young outlaw. William H. Bonney. Oh, um... Lily the Kid? She got it in just in time. All right, the judge says you got it in just in time. Ashley, awesome. had, Ashley Adair has two. Ashley from Salina has one. Two questions to go. Ashley from Salina, don't tell his heart, his achy, breaky heart. Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus is correct. Ashley. Once America's most beloved comic, now maybe it's most hated. Oh. Once America's most beloved comic, now maybe it's most hated. Had a very famous show on NBC. Tag a huge fan of this guy. Who was it? Don't say that kind of stuff. Uh, William Cosby. Bill, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Yeah. Uh -huh. Cosby. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are tied up two to two. Final question. Ashley from Salina. I'm trying to find one that's not super hard. Okay. This was a compatriot of Leonard Nimoy on the USS Enterprise on Star Trek. Um, I didn't watch Star Trek. <laughs> I don't know. That would be... Bill Shatner or William Shatner, who played Captain Kirk. Ashley, this, Ashley Adair, this is for uh, all the marbles here. Final question. Oh, goodness. He starred in the movie Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters star. Bill Murray. Bill Murray, and with that, Ashley Adair has defeated Ashley from Salina in the 98.5 The Bull fight. Ashley from Adair, you've got a decision to make now. Make now. Will you keep these tickets or will you give them to Ashley from Salina, bartender at the Ice House in Inola? I'm going to have to keep them. I need a date night. All right, a date night. She needs a little time off. Uh, Ashley from Salina, don't worry, though. You still have plenty of chances to get through and win uh, as we do this again at 840 today and then uh, again at 7:40 tomorrow so your joe nichols tiger dino birthday bash tickets uh less than an hour away again how about that you got one more question Daniel? uh one final question for you two uh or could you just give me uh three numbers and an animal 98.5 the bull cody johnson it's uh it's a beautiful day so far daniel look at that very nice. It's 98.5 The Bull. Hey, Daniel. Tyke and I are uh, getting on up there, and I've watched uh, I've watched my dad get older, and I've watched other men get older. Tyke and I was going to ask you to run a couple of these scenarios by you uh, to see when we'll get to these particular ages or phases. You know, Taylor Swift is uh, on her eras tour, and so there were different eras of her life. So I think we are going to kind of compare that. Uh, Tyke, at which era, when will we get to the era where we think we look good in a blazer with blue jeans? 
When I was a boy, my dad would dress in a blazer and blue jeans, and I said, what a dork. And then I, I've already gotten to the age where I, I'm struggling with not putting on a blazer and blue jeans. So in other words, uh, we entered that era 10 We've years already, ago? We're already there. Okay, yeah. check mark on that. All right. Uh, all men go through a World War II era in which we must consume every television show or documentary about World War II. I'm not sure why. I don't know if women hit this or not. I know dudes do. What do you think our fascination with World War II is, Tygan? When do you think we'll enter this particular era of our life? I've been there since uh, 10 years. So you've been 10 years of a World oh, War II yeah. documentary. Anytime I see and... like the History Channel and it's like the Nazis or whatever, i got to mm -hmm. watch that. Yeah. You know? World War One, not so much. But for some reason, World War II, we're just fascinated by it. I guess because our granddads were all notified. Yeah, it? people were involved and it was such a mess in the world. And... So we have entered that then. Yes. Okay. Uh, when will we enter the have to use a flashlight on the menu in a restaurant <laughs> era? Um, I'm I don't getting, think I'm there yet. However, I am in the reading glasses. Yeah. Like, I'm on the fence about that now. I almost the other day had to crank up the old flashlight in a restaurant to see yeah. the menu. It's a mixture of the small font and then pretty dimly lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, final era, when will we enter, Tig, the flosser at the table at a restaurant? Oh, God, I hope I never enter that well, You era. will. I've never even heard of that. You, what do you not, you've never heard, you've never seen? I've never seen anybody floss at a restaurant. You know, floss, floss, you use that flosser, that thing you take it out of your pocket like my dad after dinner, immediately mm. on the way out of the restaurant, start flossing those teeth with that flosser. My mom, too. And I'm like, oh, guys, can we do maybe the dentistry when we get home? You got to do it right here. In fact, I just sent my dad in the, on Amazon, I just sent him 300 individually wrapped flossers because this man will use a flosser right back in the old pocket. <laughs> and that, those aren't, you know, reusable. Those are supposed to be, what, disposable. Yeah, one-time use. Oh, no, 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 no. He, uh, he'll use them several times. When do you think you'll hit the flosser age? I, don't even, I didn't even know that existed, so I'm not there yet, apparently. You haven't been to, like, dinner with your mom and she hadn't broke out a flosser at the not table? To, I guess uh, No. Oh, buddy, start looking around. If you do yourself a favor when you're walking around, like you like to look for gloves, like single gloves, if you'll start looking around for flossers, flossers, you'll find, you'll see at least 20 flossers on the ground. Now, if you start noticing and looking around, and some of them have, been, have had rough lives. I'm still in the era where I go to the dentist and they go, do you floss? And I go, yes. <laughs> well, like, not, I'm, I'm not into the flossing area. Well, you got to get in that flossing era, well, buddy. I can't wait. It's going to be, sounds like aging is fun. It's 98.5 The Bull. We're back um, in less than an hour. Joe Nichols. I wonder if he'll floss on stage. I hope at our so. Birthday if bash. he has it, one piece of our cake, I'm sure he'll floss <laughs> for the next 20 minutes while he's trying to sing. We'll see what happens at 8.40. You got your invite to our Tiger Daniel birthday bash with Joe Nichols. Good morning. Tiger Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Semaglutide medications are all the rage these days, Tiger. You see it in the news. Uh, let me tell you about Revelex from Red Mountain. It's a brand new product. And it's like they've taken the semi-glutide medications and improved them. Uh, first of all, I don't really like to inject myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of needles. Revelex is a daily tablet that you can take. And it gets rid of most of the side effects. Another thing I love about it, half the price. Yeah, how about that? And plus, what they're saying here is that with Revolex, this new formula that diminishes side effects, you still get that weight loss benefit. You can lose up to 15 pounds 
in 30 days. That's 15 pounds in 30 days. And if you're like us, you'd like to look a little better, feel a little better, all you have to do now is dial pound 250, keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss. It's Revolex, and you can get it today. Keyword Red Mountain Weight Loss when you dial pound 250. 885 The Bull with Tig, and good morning to you, Daniel. Good morning, Tig. I was just, I proposed a theory that I think a lot of us have forgotten how to write in cursive, and I uh, ask you to write out the alphabet, and I will uh, then grade it and give you a score. It's 985 The Bull. Uh, Tig, I uh, hate to say it, you didn't do so well, and you you got very good penmanship, by the way. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. That's a very kind thing to say. I, I have always had good handwriting. Mm-hmm. However, once I stopped, like once the computers came out and once you text, you kind of forgot the art of cursive, right? And boy, did you. You really forgot. What do you mean, boy? All right. So I had to write out, well, how many letters are in the alphabet? 26. You said 26. I don't even know if that's true or not. Is how, that let true? Me, let me see. How many letters in the alphabet? It's uh, 26. You're correct. And so yeah. I had to do uppercase A, lowercase A. So I wrote 52 different things. Right. But what I did was I just took... The letters, the 26, and either you got them right or wrong. Oh, okay. So in other words, you know. So if I had a right uppercase A but a wrong lowercase A, you marked that as wrong totally. Yeah. Okay. And Unfair. I thought, how far into the alphabet until my buddy starts missing them? Mm-hmm. And I got to say very early on, uh, lowercase B, you totally <laughs> missed. You missed E. You missed G. You missed I. N Q S T and Z nine out of twenty six for a total percentage of uh, you made a thirty four thirty four point six so we'll round that up to a thirty five on your test. What do you mean thirty four point six? You're as a grade. How how is that possible? You're doing the math wrong. That's your business. I didn't miss that many to get a 35%. You missed 9 out of 26. So I would have like a a 70. Did I put the... So Google did 9 out of 26 as a grade. Should I put 26 out of 9? Yeah, what you did was you... That's the percent I got wrong. Not my percentage. After seeing the way you tried to scroll out this alphabet, Tig, I can't take your advice or opinions on math either. I got to see. Like, it's funny that you're grading me, but you don't understand how to grade. I looked, I, no, Google doesn't understand. I Googled 9 out of 26. Okay, and what did it say? 34%. So I missed 34%. It's a 34.62 percentage grade. Okay, so what's 100 minus 34? Listen, man, <laughs> don't I, don't throw me under the bus with uh, so this. So I got like a D, which is what so I predicted. I went to Google. It said a score of 9 out of 26 on a test assignment or class is a 34.62 percentage grade. 17 questions were wrong or points missed. But you did it backwards, Daniel. Hey, like, man. What's listen, wrong with you? This isn't about me and my math. It's about you and your alphabeting. You failed. No, I did not. All right. Here's people calling now to correct you. Wait, the math you did was... Answer the phones, please. What percent I got wrong. you figure out how to do that. Not what percent uh, I got hey, right. Hey, it's uh, illiterate and Daniel. Um, hi, this is April, and I'm a math teacher. Okay. And you were giving him the percentage he got wrong. You That's right. You either have to take the ones he got correct out of 26, or you have to do the subtraction like he was telling you. So he got so 9 he out of 26 have... correct. What is the grade? No, no he no, missed no. 9 out of 26. Right. So what is his grade? He got a 9 out of 26 correct. No, he missed. Alphabet. 
He missed nine. He missed nine out of 26. He missed nine letters. Okay, so you have to take the nine that he missed out of 26 to see the percentage he got correct, or you have to find nine out of 26, which is your 34, and subtract from 100 to get his percent that he got correct. All right. So I got a 66, which is a D. Think about it, because nine out of 26, to get a 33%, he would have had to have missed two-thirds of them. So, Tig, you got a D. Which is what I said I was going to get. Pretty good. Do you think you could do the whole uh, cursive alphabet? I, yes, I can because I, I teach school, so mm -hmm. I use it all the time. Well, are you so. guys even still teaching a cursive? Well, I taught elementary 12 years ago, and we did a little bit of cursive, yes. Hmm. You said a little bit, but in my life, it was a we major deal. Is it not we, a big deal yeah. anymore for cursive? No, it is absolutely not. And when you ask them to sign their name on anything, because when we give them, like, their test scores, like, their state test scores and things like that, we have to have them, like, sign that they took it. And nine times out of ten, they print their name. Yes. They, most of them don't even know what it means to sign their name. Is that good or bad? I mean, do we care about cursive anymore? I mean, you can still write and print. I mean, you still get your point across. Right, but they at least need to know how to sign their name for documents. I mean, I know a lot of it now is technology, and it's you. You sign. I sign documents online all the time, but personally, and maybe that's the old school teacher in me. I feel like these kids need to know how to write in cursive. Good for you. I have to be careful writing on the board because if I get to, I kind of have a half print, half cursive sort of a <laughs> that's what I hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to be really careful because they're not sure what I wrote. Right. And that's a little scary. I got to tell you, Tig, we're quite a team. You can't write. I can't do math. <laughs> like Daniel gives me a test kit, add up the score. Thank God AI is here. You know what I'm saying? Finally. Yeah, great. Well, hey, I appreciate the, uh, the call, and I hope you have a great day. It looks great outside right now. It does. It looks awesome. You guys have a great day. You too. What is up going to on like... with you today? On and on about how good it looks outside, Tig. What is happening with well, you? Well, I don't you had just said we hadn't seen the sun in two weeks, and mm -hmm. I get excited about seeing the sun, and then now you're on me. So you're, quote, it. excited. Yeah. I mean, oh, it's nice gross. to have a nice day outside. And um, cursive or not, Daniel, Joe <laughs> Nichols tickets are free. Yeah, thank God we don't have to write out these invitations in cursive, or yeah. it would just be uh, <laughs> just, like just emojis. Nonsense. Yeah, no. that's right. Uh, Joe Nichols at our birthday bash, 840 this morning on 98.5 The Bull. Good morning, guys. Save me the trouble, baby. Daniel, uh, do you plan on filing your tax returns this year or just going to skip it or what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't mess around with that IRS, buddy. I always <laughs> file a tax return. They don't play around. They want the, uh, you get in big trouble if you don't. Last yes. thing you want to do is mess up and be behind on this thing. It's 98.5 The Bull. Good morning. Welcome into Did You See News on 6. Um, did a story on like Tulsans are missing out on some refund money they could get. And they say about 25% of people are missing out on this. And I go, what? That's probably me. Because the worst thing is, at the end of the year, you got to pay in. Like, you're always looking for that refund, right? So that's one in four are missing out on some money here? Something like that. So uh, this from News on 6, Jonathan 
Pulaski. The city of Tulsa says roughly 25% of Tulsans are missing out on a larger tax refund by not filling out the earned income tax credit. Now, it's a benefit that helps workers get a tax break. Experts say if you earn income from your job and make less than roughly $64,000 a year, the credit is money that helps reduce the amount of taxes owed. Janae Bradford with the city says for a lot of people, that credit can be the difference between owing the IRS or getting money back. And it's so important because the EITC on average for those who qualify can be up to $2,500. So that's a significant amount of money. And when you couple that with other deductions and other tax credits that you're eligible for, that's a big chunk of change you could be getting back as a refund. So run to newson6.com before you do your taxes because they got the information there. They got some links there that can show you uh, what you might be missing out on. Because uh, they say, like, one out of four people aren't taking advantage of it, and you're paying more than you have to. Yeah, that's crazy talk. Um, also, Dana, I'm going to play a song here, and you tell me what this um, this means. is coming very soon. That's going to be uh, Mardi Gras. Ty grew up in Mobile or Fairhope. And Mardi Gras is a big part of your life growing up, was it yeah, not? Yeah, right there. Gulf Shores, because uh, we're so close to New Orleans and everybody. They used to let us out of school for two days. Like, they literally canceled school. It was like a school holiday because of New Orleans. Uh, uh, excuse me, Mardi Gras. And I guess people here in Tulsa also, you know, want to celebrate Mardi Gras. One big problem, though. This also from News on 6, Caitlin Deggs. The owner of Cajun Heads here at 71st and Lewis says they're hoping to get some crawfish in before Mardi Gras. But with Mardi Gras being a little earlier than normal, it'll be a close call. Cajun Ed serves both live and boiled crawfish that they get from farmers in Louisiana. Ed Richard has owned the restaurant for more than 20 years. Everybody wants them. We're getting, you know, hundreds of phone calls wanting to know if we have live crawfish yet because everybody wants to eat them or cook them. Um, this, <clears throat> this year, they're running a little bit late. That's because of a year of bad weather in Louisiana, the biggest supplier of crawfish in the country. This past summer, there was a drought, so they didn't have a lot of water. And so they had to artificially fill the ponds, and it's super expensive to do that. Um, and so therefore, the, um, because there's a drought, the uh, brood crawfish that they use, were, they're saying we're not plentiful. So in America, these politicians, Daniel, I tell you, we don't have crawfish anymore. Well, they said it was a drought. How do you blame <laughs> the politicians? Well, because everybody blames politicians for everything, right? I was going to make fun of you for uh, talking about crawfish, but I think... Okay, more of that. Um, people in Oklahoma like crawfish. You guys had a crawfish uh, broil or boil at your yeah. neighbor's house not too long ago, and I thought, well, y'all are going to get a reasonable amount. No, y'all had buckets and buckets of crawfish that you poured out, and everybody ate their fill, and there was still about, uh, I would say, 10 to 30 pounds of crawfish still left over. Some, some raccoon or cat probably got into the trash can <laughs> that night and had a feast. I don't eat crawfish, man, because people, like, suck their heads and stuff. I don't like all that. It's like a bug to me, but... Yeah, I was at the uh, crawfish boil with your neighbors, and I was appalled. <laughs> it is a, just, it's, a, it's a rough thing to eat and not, and, you know, not look crazy while you're doing it. They're yeah. sucking on them and pulling off their antennas and all that kind of stuff. Mardi Gras Day is uh, February 13th, so two weeks away, so they got two weeks to get this crawfish in. Will you still celebrate, like, uh, Mardi Gras with your son now, or... 
Well, we don't we don't have parades here. I mean, I might do something on Fat Tuesday because that's right before Ash Wednesday, heading into Easter. So the idea is Fat Tuesday, you eat all you can before you have to fast. Got it. In a lot of religions. What do you got? Oh, did you see this? A Domino's pizza delivery guy in Colorado was caught on camera stealing a package after dropping off a pizza. Here's the victim, Anthony, talking about getting his package stolen. It made me very nervous and kind of tell that he was truly trying to see what else was available. We've had other incidences here where things weren't clear on the camera, but this was pretty clear. Perhaps there's desperate and whatever, but at the same time, there's right and there's wrong, and this is not right. It could really do some some harm to people and it can harm our overall community if this is something that isn't stopped or people aren't aware oh come on relax a little bit anthony i get it you know you don't like your package stolen but you know it's not the end of the world if you get your shoehorn stolen off your front porch <laughs> tag you've had packages stolen uh tag accidentally confronted a porch pirate and when I say accidentally, he was just walking out to check his mail. This was all caught on his ring camera or whatever. And uh, guys out there just taking your package. Yeah, I go outside to check my mail. And I'm standing on the porch. And some dude is also standing on the porch. I mean, y'all just happen to walk in, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, just like, on accident meet each other face to face. That's right. And you're that, like, what you doing with that package, brother? He's like, uh, Joe told me to get this. You're like, who's Joe? You weren't taking it, were you? And then the comments on TikTok, we got about, I don't know, three, 400,000 views on this. And all the, to- the comments were like, oh, I'd blow his brains out. Like, Yeah, I don't take on, a guys. gun to my you're mailbox gonna... normally. Well, even know. if you did, are you going to shoot the guy? What was in the package, by the way? Um, that was the package that we had filled with cat poop. Oh. Because I was hit so much by porch pirates all right. that I put a fake package out there. And then even that guy stole it. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to steal the cat poop. But since I caught him, I had to keep the cat poop. Yeah. And then people were like, I would have killed that guy. I would have hit him with a hammer and all that. And I'm like, imagine if this, if Tyga shot the guy or even assaulted the guy. And then he gets to court. And they're like, no, what was in the package, sir? And you're like, oh, cat fecies. You'd have, you'd have gone away for a long I, time. I'd have been in some trouble. That's exactly uh, how about right. a nice story here? A former warehouse worker in England was able to leave his job and be an Elvis impersonator for $500 a night. What happened was his friends snuck a talent agent a video of him performing, and that led to him getting the gig. Here's Danny Turney from England doing his impression of Elvis with the song Suspicious Minds. I want you to uh, rate this song, Ty. How do you think Danny is? He's excellent. He's really, really good. And that's an English guy. It always surprises me when you hear English, like Ozzy Osbourne talk, and then listen to him sing. Like, you can't understand a word he's saying when he's speaking, but you can hear him, you can understand him perfectly in his songs. Isn't it weird? Like, you can probably do a better impersonation, but if you listen to the Beatles, they do, like, it's weird how the accent, or so, I, you can't detect an accent, but when they yeah. talk, they're like... They're kind of like, uh, what was it doing... Yeah, I can't even do an accent of it, but they're like, oh, hey, how are you today? And then they sing, and, and they're like, they I want to hold you your hand. You can totally everything. understand it. It's I wonder weird. how that's possible. I don't understand the logic of it, but. How are you today, Tug? I remember I saw a video of, uh, was it <laughs> was it John Lennon uh, that some people had, like, got to his yard, and they thought in these songs they were speaking to him, like, they were kind of, like, a little nutty, and they mm-hmm. thought that 
John Lennon was speaking directly to them in these songs. He's like, no, it's just a song. It's just words. And he's having to explain to them that uh, it's not but he didn't directly to you. Summon them to come over to his house. Right. They were saying, like, um, what's that song at the, uh, the love you give is equal to the love you, something like that. And they were just like, oh, it was uh, going to carry that weight. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what is that? What does that mean? I was like, nothing is just his words. <laughs> it's just a song I read on the <laughs> napkin. And he was so patient with these guys. Chill out. That it had gotten into his yard. It's weird how that works, man. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull with Ty and Daniel. Man, we got to go, Daniel, because we're about five minutes away Ooh. from our birthday bash tickets with Joe Nichols. That's right. Uh, the only way in is to win or be invited. And we've got your win fight coming up in five minutes. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care. Your locally owned health plan. Free tickets at this very moment, Daniel. Joe Nichols has agreed to come to our birthday bash. We've been here three years, and uh, you know some of his big songs. He's got tons of them. Oh, have mercy. My only thought was to keep him extra close. He's one of those guys that, um, you know how sometimes you go to a concert and you just wait for that one song? Mm -hmm. He's got so many songs, like the whole time it's going to be like, you'll, you'll know exactly what's happening the whole time. You know? In other words, there's just hit after hit. You only have any time to go to the restroom uh, because all of his songs are hits. You just need to wear a diaper. <laughs> like that <laughs> astronaut lady who yeah. uh, she drove from like Texas to Florida and she didn't want to pull over because she was trying to go beat up her ex-boyfriend or something. And... Oh, we wasn't trying to beat him up. Trying to <laughs> and him. Uh, we've got Melissa on line one. She works for Ace Movers. Is that correct? Uh-oh. Are you okay, yes, Melissa? Sir. Is that you? Nope, that wasn't me. Uh-oh, Charity's coughing. Uh, Melissa, you work for Ace Movers. What do you do for Ace? Um, I coordinate all the moves. Okay, so that's probably a stressful job. You could probably use a night out. Absolutely. Boy, moving is very stressful, isn't it, Ty? We've had to do it a couple of times. Yes. Did you, uh, did you when you moved here, Ty, did you guys get a truck, or how did y'all move? We used a, a big company that put it on some kind of 18-wheeler. Mm-hmm. and brought it here to Tulsa. I used one of those things. I think it was called pods or something where you load all your stuff into and then they destroy it for you and then bring it to you. <laughs> they shake that thing up and <laughs> break everything. I don't know what they did, but it was like hell on earth when I opened that thing. Uh, also, taking on Melissa today is Charity. She manages a Brahms. Uh, Charity, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I love Brahms. Uh, well, I didn't have these in Nashville where Tyke and I moved from. There was no Brahms. I do have a little bit of a, one thing I'll take umbrage with uh, you and Brahms. Would you like to hear it? Go ahead. A Brahms chicken strip dinner used to come with a chocolate chip cookie. No, it was a snack pack, wasn't it? Yes, it was a chocolate pudding. And now y'all now changed it. Now comes with the oatmeal raisin. Oatmeal raisin, Tug. What a <laughs> what are the punch to the stomach, the oatmeal raisin. What oh. happened to the snack pack? Honestly, I don't know. Well, you talk to Mr. Brom. I want that snack pack brought back. I like Daniel's life because... Uh, hey, you know, if he would listen to me, I would. I've got a kid, and I'm worried about his health, and, you know, i got a wife and all that. Daniel's like, why did y'all change the pudding pack? Like, I'm, that's what he worries listen, about. buddy, I'm a laid-back dude. I'm real, like, do you ever know me to get too been out of shape no, about anything? No, you're, like, laid-back, usually. One day yeah. I got home, opened up that uh, Brahms uh, combo, and that... Oatmeal raisin cookie was in there. I was furious. <laughs> it's not and it sucks that there's no substitutions for it either. Well, you defend Brahms, all right? <laughs> all right, Brahms here we go. National so, treasure. Um, all right, guys, listen. These are things that go together. Uh, things that go together. I'll ask you what's missing from these famous <laughs> pairs. Famous pairs. Melissa, you're first. 
bride, and blank? Groom. Groom is correct. Charity, nieces, and blank? Nephews. Correct. Melissa, dungeons and blanks? Dragons. Correct. Charity, blanks and gentlemen? Ladies. That is also correct. Melissa, I hit something with my thumb tag. I messed up here. Okay, uh, Melissa, blank and seek. Hide. Correct. Charity. Blank and Omega. Alpha. That is also correct. Melissa. Near and blank. Wait, can you repeat that? I didn't hear you. Near and blank. Are you saying near? Yeah, N-E-A-R. Near and... R? R is correct. Charity, forgive and blank. Forget. Also correct. You each have four final questions to go. Melissa, blank and con. Crow. Crow and con is correct. Charity, blank and shut. Open. It is correct, Tig. Oh we are tied up. Five to five. We must now go into a tie-breaking situation. What tension? All right, ladies. The next question is for the both of you at the same time. Don't blurt out the answer. Blurt out your name. That's kind of like you buzzing in on Jeopardy. So blurt out your name, and then we'll give you a chance to answer, okay? Okay. All right. The tie-breaking question is blank and circumstance. I guess well, there's, there's the judge. Uh, help him out, Tig. That's a graduation thing with pomp and circumstance. Pomp is that right? and circumstance. I got to be honest. I don't even know what pomp is. <laughs> Do no you? idea. <laughs> <laughs> it could be anything. We're we just, just saying it. <laughs> All right. Here is our second tie-breaking question. Blank and gather. Help them out, Tom. I don't know. Hunt and gather. Hunt and gather. Uh, this is our now third tie-breaking question. <laughs> Blank and loan. Well, say it again. Blank and loan. Charity. Charity, go. Title and loan? It's a good guess, but I was looking for savings and loan. Uh, All right. Our third or fourth tie-breaking question. Fourth. Yeah. Blank and bothered. Melissa. Melissa, go. Hot. Hot and bothered is correct. And with that, Melissa has defeated Charity in the 98-5 The Bull Fight. A couple of questions for you, Melissa. You did get every single one right. You know what that means? Yes. I must now get down on one knee and ask for your hand in marriage. 
I appreciate that. I'm flattered, but I am married, so. So is that a yes or a no? That is a no. Fine. How long have you been married? We have been 15 years. Oh, uh, yeah, she's... She's dug in on that one. Okay. Okay. And now your second uh, question. Melissa, you must make the decision. Will you hold on to these tickets or give these to Charity, the manager at Brahms? Charity, why should sorry, Melissa Charity. give you the tickets? Oh, sorry. Um, honestly, uh, my plea is I literally just got out of a four-year relationship, and I'm trying to find some things to do around Tulsa. I've been here for three years, and... I've got just my my family, my parents, and my kids, you know. Dang, Melissa, she's, she's just got out of a relationship. She's uh, kind of having a hard time, and uh, you could help her out by giving her those Tiger Daniel birthday bash tickets, but it's up to you. I do. I understand, Charity, but my Dang. mama would kill me if I gave these up. What so if you let I got to keep them. What if you let your mom take Charity? Yeah, if my mom could take charity if she wanted to, but. <laughs> Why don't you write charity's name down and we'll see. If, Tiger, uh, are you giving away one of your pair of, well, uh, oh, this is unheard of. Sometimes, like, people don't come and get their tickets, right? Well, Tiger, this, listen, you have a guest list that you can add people to. This is completely up to you, Tiger. So are you now going to give away one of your pair of uh, Tiger Daniel birthday bash tickets because Charity did tug at your heartstrings. Nobody's told me how many tickets I've got to our own party. That's Do what, it. That's what makes it such a dangerous game. It doesn't game. matter. It doesn't matter how many you have. If she tugged at your heartstrings, you should give Charity the tickets. Let's uh, let's keep charity in mind here. No, and, I need uh, a yes or no tag. You can't just you can't well, do you can't have both. Wait, the answer to your question I can't answer because I don't have I don't know how many tickets I've got. No one's told me that. So if you even had one pair, you know that's up to you. Tig, we we need an answer. It's a yes or no. There's that's the way life is sometimes. And Tig, you have to decide: will you yes give her the tickets or no? There's no in the middle. All right. Is that a yes? Is that a yes? I'll give her tickets. There you go. If Look I got them. There's no yes. So everybody Yay, wins. Look, you everybody wins. Because so I've been I've been through a breakup before, and you have too. And in fact, this is a true story about me and Daniel. When I first met Daniel, I didn't know this guy from anybody. And about two hours into me meeting him, he's like, "Man, I'm heartbroken." <laughs> like, you know, and he, it sucks. And so, yeah, I think I would do that for her. Stop saying words like think. Just say yes, Tony. Yes. Okay. Go. I'm going to get her in. Somehow. Charity, uh, if you are going through a heartbreak right now, uh, it, it does suck, and I know you don't believe it. Uh, it's going to get better, though, eventually. It will. I know it will. But I appreciate it, guys. No, you, you got it, Charity. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a terrible Charity situation. Charity can sit with me and my mom. I'll, take, I'll bring my to mom, you. too. We can, we can become friends. <laughs> Yay. I need some of those out here. <laughs> Don't bring yeah. in those nasty A oatmeal raisin cookies. I imagine, still haven't forgot about that. Imagine like oh, you, I won't, I won't bring you try to bring those to the party. I'll bring you a, uh, I'll make sure to bring you a pack of snack packs. Thank you. How yeah. about that? <laughs> but uh, you can imagine, Daniel, like you're kind of like, don't know Tulsa, you don't know many people, you, you've gone through a relationship. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to hook her up, man. That's right. That's a good yeah. thing to do. No. Are you going to say anything, Daniel? She's thanking you, Tony. Yeah. Charity, you got it. We'll see you at the party. Thank you so much. Uh, could you guys do me one last favor and give me three numbers and an animal? 98.5 The Bull.
Tyke and Daniel on 98.5 The Pool. Glutide medications are all the rage these days, Tyke. You see it in the news. Uh, let me tell you about Revelex from Red Mountain. It's a brand new product. And it's like they've taken the semi-glutide medications and improved them. Uh, first of all, I don't really like to inject myself. I'm not, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of needles. Revelex is a daily tablet that you can take. And it gets rid of most of the side effects. Another thing I love about it, half the price. Yeah, how about that? And plus, what they're saying here is that with Revolex, this new formula that diminishes side effects, you still get that weight loss benefit. You can lose up to 15 pounds in 30 days that's 15 pounds in 30 days and if you're like us you'd like to look a little better feel a little better all you have to do now is dial pound 250 keyword red mountain weight loss it's revelex and you can get it today keyword red mountain weight loss when you dial pound 250 the tiger daniel podcast brought to you by snow's furniture